Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Are you holding it together? Yep. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. The cocktail of the week this week is the Lawn Flamingo. Yep. It's a good name. It's a good name. It's a good drink. The Lawn Flamingo is lime juice, pineapple juice, a little bit of simple syrup, Campari, blackstrap rum. You can also use Goslings because you probably have that. And mezcal. Yes, it's very tasty. Yeah, it's got like a little smoky from the mezcal. It's mm-hmm. in the direction of a drink called the Jungle Bird, which is rum and Campari and pineapple juice. And it's got some mezcal in it. So it's pretty tasty. Yeah, mezcal is a good drink. It's very interesting. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. Plus, good name, the Lawn Flamingo. It's a great name. When my daughter was at summer camp, sleepaway camp, once I sent her, I Amazoned her <laughs> I two remember. pink Lawn Flamingos to put outside their cabin. Never really heard back about it. So probably she didn't like it. <laughs> is that the camp where, so she went to one camp yes, one year? Yes, that is the camp. Yes. You weren't allowed to send snacks. And I was like, this rule is bullshit. And so I made her a stuffed animal. Like I sewed it myself from scratch and I stuffed it. But then I left room around the stuffing and put in a bag of chocolate chip cookies that it I made. It was genius. Sewed it closed <laughs> and sent it to her. And the fucking Nazi camp counselors intercepted it cut the toy open removed the chocolate chip cookies and then sent this super passive aggressive note to your ex i think that was like just wanted you to know that we removed the cookies but you know gave her the thing go over the ripped up toy they were they were bad they also like forgot her you know at the end of the hike in the woods (laughs) once they were just like not real competent at anything I was trying so hard to be cool and be like, I'm going to make her cookies and smuggle them it was in. A, it was a great idea that that camp was fucking awful. Yeah. Pardon my French. We're, we're having feelings here in the Golden Ratio household. Starting early in the podcast today. Yep. It uh, might get more calm for once. Yeah, possible. Starting uh, very uncalm, we might get more calm. Yeah, we might. You never know. Hey. Uh, you ready for administrative corner? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is why I, this is why I joined this clown show. For administrative corner, because I love it. Friend of the squad, Sinister, sent me, I don't think you're prepared for this, a new fishing scandal. Oh, I love it. Okay. From CTV News in Northern Ontario, cheating allegations rock Northern Ontario fishing tournament. This is by Darren MacDonald. He is a digital content producer for CTV Northern Ontario dot Nice. The Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry says it's investigating, quote, a matter (laughs) related to the top 50 classic tournament held earlier this month on Lake Nipissing. People quit cheating. The ministry is currently investigating these matters, and as such, we are unable to provide any further comment at this time, the MNRF said in an email Thursday. Sources told CTV (laughs) News that the controversy centras because it's Canadian. So yes, yeah, Centras. That's good. On allegations, two teams altered the northern pike they caught on September 2nd <gasps> to give them an advantage in the tournament, which has a top prize of $10,000. Wow. Under tournament rules, three of the five northern pike anglers must catch must be 61 centimeters or shorter. Yep. So you, gotta, you can catch five pikes. Put Remy's trying. Should we put Fed in the crate? Yeah. Pause? Okay. I'll do it. Okay. Okay, we're back. Okay. Uh, all right. Picking up where we left off. Fed is in the crate. They can catch five northern pike. Yep. 
Three of those five have to be smaller than 61 centimeters. Very interesting. You can't just catch five monsters. Nope. In this case... got to catch three fat ones, three short fat ones. That's right. Girth. Girth matters. Yeah, that's right. You can't just get... This is very funny. Got to get girth. In this case, the anglers are accused of catching longer pike and then trimming the tails to get them under the 61 centimeter limit. Oh, come on. <laughs> I know. Boy, guys. I, like, that wouldn't be obvious. A post on the tournament's Facebook page refers to allegations of cheating in the tournament. Quote, these anglers are denying these acts, the post said. That means without definitive proof that the anglers altered fish during tournament hours, they were entitled to fish on Sunday. The post also said that the people accused of cheating were being encouraged and then has an asterisk to take a polygraph test to prove their innocence. Polygraphs are super big in the fish tournament community. They do them all the time. Uh, and then the asterisk said, I guess, oh, correction. An earlier version of the story said the anglers had agreed to take a polygraph. In fact, they were being encouraged to take it to clear their names. In a post dated September 5th, organizers were trying to arrange the tests and added that anyone refusing to take a polygraph would be permanently banned from the top 50 pike series and any related tournaments. Wow. We know the 2023 season didn't end the way any of us wanted to because it's about to get cold in Canada. You can keep fishing here all year, but it's going to be ice there soon. Yeah, that's a different season, the ice fishing season. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. However, we wanted you to know it's being dealt with. In a message to CCTV News, tournament organizers said they couldn't comment on the incident until the MNRF completes its evaluation. (laughs) All right. Everyone's waiting for everyone else to complete their investigation. Now, I just, uh, let me do a timeline here. So that story, Cheating Allegations Rock Northern Ontario Fish Tournament, is dated, it was published September 21st and then updated September 26th. Yep. Okay. Okay. This article that I'm about to read you is published September 26th. Whoa. Same news outlet, same writer. Right. Headline, four people charged following controversy at Northern Ontario Fishing Tournament. Wow. So things progressed quickly. Four people are facing charges for violating Ontario fishery regulations in connection with a recent tournament on Lake Nipissing. Somebody tell me if I'm saying that wrong. It's (laughs) N-I-P-I-S-S-I-N-G. It's probably Nipsing, (laughs) but go ahead. There's an I after the P, though. Yeah. Nipissing. 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 Nipising, it could be. Um, Tuesday, the Ministry of Natural Resources and Forestry confirmed the four have been charged with failing to keep fish in a manner that allows size to be easily measured (laughs) as set out under the Ontario Fishing Regulations 207-SOR-2007-237. Wow. Even during a tournament, the rules of fishing licenses still apply. As this matter is currently before the courts, we're unable to provide any further comment. Okay. So they've got a picture here, Ingo. I want you to look at the tail of this pike. Well, it looks pretty trim. looks pretty nicely symmetrically trim. It is quite... They have like a two-part tail, right? Like a top fan and a bottom fan. They make a little V and they are awfully neatly trimmed to 60 centimeters. And there doesn't seem to be a natural like Mm-mm. grading of Mm-mm. them and the there's no like end part they just cut it off with scissors probably uh as a result of the controversy teams that are accused will not receive any prize money until the matter has gone through the court process anyone who f- finished below them will have to wait too 
Nothing from their finish and below will be paid out until this is resolved, a message said. This includes overall titles. Anyone below them now, unfortunately, has to wait to receive money, and the overall title announcements have to wait because of this. If found guilty, the four face a $100 fine. Under what? Ontario Fishing Regulations 2007. Not even per fish? Section 39.3. fine. But they might lose the tournament money. They weren't going to be first anyway, though, right? Is this? I don't know. It doesn't say oh. where they would have finished anyway. Right. So They may not have gotten the 10... They may not have been qualified for the $10,000 grand prize anyway. I don't know. They had some girthy fish. <laughs> some short chonks. I mean, they actually were long chonks, just like modified. Well, they, yeah. I mean, they she, they cheated. I'm, Man, stop cheating in fishing tournaments. Come on, guys. We have so very little. We understand it's kind of weird and random and, and nature, but that's the beauty of it, isn't it? So thanks to a friend of the squad, Sinister, they were like, I bet I'm one of 5,000 people to send it to you, and they are the only person who sent it to me. I want all news of fish scandals anywhere. Please send them. I don't care if 5,000 people send them. They make me happy. Yep. They're uh, kind of low, low stakes yep. stories. You ready for dog updates? Sure. Me? What? I don't, I don't have to be ready. You're going to launch into dog updates anyway. Sometimes you're like, no, no, I have an administrative oh, order. Oh, right oh, oh, no, I got nothing new. No, um, okay. So dog updates. Feta finally lost all of her baby teeth. And man, do we have a bag of them. We don't have every single one, but we've got a lot of them. Yeah. Thanks to me. You have been like, I found one tooth. I guess I pulled one out because it was like hanging and like flopping around and really bothering her. Uh, it was not like just a little loose. So like that when was my a dad disturbing story that someone was listening to in the dental ch dentist chair. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, yeah, but Ingo's been a really good scout for like finding little teeth. And they're so tiny. They look biggish in her mouth, but they are tiny on the floor. I mean, floor. they're rootless, right? They're just the, the top part that falls off. Yep. Uh, but you found a lot of them. Very proud. But also, Feta, good job for losing all your teeth. Yep, she's now. <laughs> oh, I got Ingo that okay. little sound thing <laughs> on the podcast last time. You want to play all the sounds for everybody? That was the cheering. Sure. This is when I make a dad joke. <laughs> okay. Those are crickets, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Or this is when I make a good dad joke. Nice. Rim shot. Maybe, good. Maybe bad. And then for really bad stuff. I like the booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm taking it away from you because otherwise that button's going to get worn out. Um. So, yeah, she lost her teeth. So good job, Feta. Yep. Um. She has been having poop accidents in the house at night. And I was here by myself on Friday night or Saturday night. And uh, Remy woke me up at some point and I let him out and I came back in. And I was like, oh, somebody pooped in here. And it was feta. And so I started cleaning it up and then she had stepped in it and there were little poop footprints all over the house that I had to clean up How individually. unpleasant when you're already sleepy and kind of sleepwalking around to have some kind of scavenger hunt around the house. <laughs> the month, the least, least fun scavenger hunt. We did get a new spot bot. So now we can... We can. We could clean. run two at once. Oh my God! Now we have all these white spots <laughs> in our in our carpets because they really it, they really do a great job cleaning the carpet for a grapefruit size spot. <laughs> you guys look on the snaps and you'll see little cleaner rings on the carpets in some places. I know. We should really just take a day and clean the whole carpet with a spot pot. 
Other than that, everybody's pretty stable. Vink and Brody continue to get their massages and laser. Mm-hmm. Remy and Guac are doing great, so we don't have a lot of dog updates, and that's great. We're going to embrace it. Vink's still kind of limpy, but is untroubled by it, as she's untroubled by everything. So there you go, Vink. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a short podcast this week, but that's okay. We need a. I need a break. Uh, but we're not done. It's time for... Oh, go ahead. Push the button. Yay. Is that applause for me? The apl- yeah. Okay, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Just doing a good job. You're doing a good job. I, I got a lot of stuff going on, you guys. It's a couple more weeks and it'll be better. Um, time for Taste of the Keys. Good. You wanted to talk about the Haunted Key West TikTok podcast. Yes, I think that's cool. There's a there's a, a TikTok author. There's, there's a couple that have moved to the Keys. I think they're realtors. Yes, they are. And they ha- are very active on social media. They have an Instagram account. They have a TikTok account. Um, and it's called Living in the Keys. Yep. I'm pulling them up right now. And they have, you know, they have good pictures. I think they have Living small- in Key West. Living in Key West. Sorry. They uh, they have a small dog and they, they basically just post their, you know, the equivalent of what we do with our dogs. They do with walking around Key West and stuff. Um, but for October, they're doing every day a haunted story yep. on their podcast yep. uh, on their sorry on their channels i think they do it on instagram too i i saw them on tiktok and so they have the various it overlaps a little bit with stories we've told but it's still very interesting so i think it's good jen was on their podcast i was just gonna once. say if you look up their podcast living in key west i was on it and i talk about the dogs and my book and it's a fun time so you can yeah. find it you were also interviewed by gwen filosa this week gwen Pulitzer filosa came prize to our winning house. Two, two Pulitzer Prizes. Two Pulitzer Prizes, no waiting. She interviewed you for her pod. No, for, for an article. Keys, Keys Weekly podcast. Of the yep. Keys Weekly podcast. She is now it's a, not out yet, though. a regular contributor to Keys Weekly. She's the like digital media editor. That's not her actual title. Yes, but she okay. came out here and she's a fan of all the dogs. What's the German word of the week? It is ausfressen, which is to... Fressen is the... the animal word for eating uh-huh um ausfressen means to eat up or to you know eat and the, the phrase is ich habe etwas ausgefressen oder du hast etwas ausgefressen it's a it's a phrase that means guilt being guilty of something like having done something oh, bad so he, he it's usually like doozy sub was a head was ausgefressen. You look you look like you just did something bad. But it but it literally I just one of the theories of how it developed is because dogs look guilty after they eat something that they're not supposed to eat. Like right? perhaps Guaco Man uh, who ate half a pizza off the counter tonight. You just heard kitchen chomping. I heard light rustling. Light rustling. Yes. And it was Guac eating the Guac pizza. Guac had eaten 75% of a of a uh freezer pizza um he wasn't appropriately guilty he's been very good and very restrained yeah and we used to be we're very disappointed guac we're not mad we're just disappointed yep we used to be able to leave the you know the gate to the kitchen open but if he's such a pizza pizza homing dog we we might have to close it against you guac close followers of uh german word of the week will know that you did just plain old fressen as a previous German word of the week on September 15th, 2022. Yes. This is Ausfressen. Yeah, it was Ausgefressen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a f- more more used as a phrase for you did something bad. Yeah. But nothing like horrible, but 
you're feeling guilty about something, which Guac is not, but he did fress something out. <laughs> he sure did fress it out. <laughs> uh, you got anything for Ingo Corner? Um, no, be, beyond the usual, thanks for listening, and you guys are an amazing community, and I, I'm always encouraged by seeing stories of people sending each other's cards and stuffies and photographs and birthday cards. It's very nice to see this sort of kindness uh dominoes falling around this is not something you or i do you know have to do but you know they everyone has rallied around these weird dogs and is very nice to each other which is great so the podcast is short this week you guys but like we're both swamped with work and tomorrow next week is also going to be crazy but then it'll be more normal again so thanks for sticking with us and i'm sober Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Grumpy <laughs> about it right now. That's not true. Uh, but I'm It not. is true that you're sober. <laughs> Ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, but that's not... I'm not grumpy either. I'm just uh, distracted as you are. Yep. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thanks for listening. More from us next week. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That'd be a good stamp to put in things. But anyway, yes, don't bite anyone unless you ask you to. Bye. Bye.